today and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today as it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? Welcome to a podcast today where we're going to shift our attention a little bit and move over to the New Testament. Uh, In the past several podcasts, I've been spending time in 1 Samuel, but uh, again, my little notepad that I keep track of, uh, of little nuggets that God sends my way has reminded me of some some, uh, uh, hopefully some good guidelines for helping us to be more effective soul winners, uh, better at what God has given us the opportunity to do in sharing the good news of the gospel of Christ. And uh, the book of Acts is one of those great places to look because it's the inception of the gospel effort of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you see how the gospel is going forward and the different avenues and the means by which the good news is shed abroad. And we come to Acts chapter 8 and we read of a passage of scripture about the story of Philip and the Ethiopian. And this uh, this has always attracted my attention because it has suggested to me in the past some things that God uh, would hold to be good guidelines, good uh, a good uh, how can I put it a good outlook on how that uh, we can be more effective at giving the gospel of Christ. Those guidelines begin in chapter 8 of the book of Acts and verse 26. The Bible says, and the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying. Arise, and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority, under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. Well, when I read this story, uh, and this excitingness of the gospel being received and how the Spirit was working here in the situation. If you've read the story lately, which hopefully you have in your Bible reading, uh, you read of of uh, this man who had come from the African continent and he had come, uh, apparently was a God-fearing man, to worship the Lord and he was exposed uh, to the prophet Isaiah in, uh, in the uh, Jewish scriptures. And he is reading the book of Isaiah. And to summarize the entire story, the Holy Spirit speaks to Philip and says, I've got a divine appointment for you. And he tells him where he is. And uh, it's made so that Philip can be where the Ethiopian eunuch is. And he is reading the book of Isaiah in his chariot or in his whatever means of conveyance that was. Uh, And he's invited up and Philip has the opportunity to answer a very straightforward question by the Ethiopian eunuch, uh, of whom do these scriptures talk about? And what an opportunity to be able to testify of the living Lord Jesus Christ. And Philip does exactly that. The Ethiopian eunuch believes and water being nearby of sufficient amount, he is then baptized. Well, let's look just for a moment at the things that made this a great soul-winning opportunity for Philip. One of the first things that stands out to me in this passage is Philip's sensitivity uh, to the Lord's leading. That apparently Philip was in such a state of mind, uh, he was so zeroed in on the gospel, or at least had set the tone in his own thinking for bringing people to Christ, that he just had a sensitivity because when the angel of the Lord in verse 26 
speaks to Philip saying, get up and go to the south. Go on that on the road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. The Bible says in verse 27, apparently with no hesitation, Philip was so sensitive to that leading of God that he immediately arose. There was no hesitation, but he was prepared and he jumped at the opportunity. I think that suggests a good uh, principle for all of us as well. I know this past uh, week, I have had opportunities that, uh, two opportunities, and they were very distinctive. And they were opportunities to give a track and a gospel witness to somebody. And one of the times was just helping somebody with a vehicle, and somebody nearby came to help uh, from off the street. And I had the opportunity to give them a track of the gospel and invite them to church. And then another time, I was actually riding on the road, going to the lumber store, and I see somebody hitchhiking. Well, to me, that's an open invitation to come and invite you to church and give you the gospel. And so I had gone on by, not having had time to stop. And so I went down the road a little bit and turned around. And boy, the further I got away from that guy, the more the Spirit of God seemed to press on my heart that that man... Uh, I need to stop and get him and pick him up because you do have kind of a captive audience when you pick up a hitchhiker. And so I found the nearest place that I could get turned around and went back and prayed, said, Lord, help that man, help, help him not still to be walking and nobody had picked him up. And so I came by and pulled over and picked him up and he jumped in the, in the truck and uh, we talked, I got to know him a little bit and um, as we went along, I had a track there and I handed it to him and I said, listen, we'd love for you to come. Please read this and, and, uh, love for you to come and visit with us at church. It was a very brief moment, but it was a time to be able to try to sow a seed. But I'm going to tell you, it would have been easy for me to have ridden right by that guy and gone on about my business. And if it weren't for the Holy Spirit, I might've done so, but it just struck a note in my heart. I need to be sensitive. I preach that to other people. Uh, I need to be that way myself. And so there was a divine appointment laid right out for me. Philip had a divine appointment. And you may have a divine appointment this very day. You're listening to this podcast. And I don't know what your circumstances are. I don't know where you're going to go. I don't know if you're going to go to the grocery store. I don't know if you're going to visit a neighbor. I don't know what. May, you may get a flat tire today. You may have something go wrong with your vehicle. There's a divine appointment. Now, what's real hard is, what's real easy is to get upset and allow um, uh, 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 disturbances to our plan for the day to really cause us to come unglued. And when we do that, we need to remember that this may be God's divinely designed opportunity for me to give the gospel to somebody. Don't forget that. Sensitivity to the Lord's leading, to his arranging circumstances, is so important because those are the times that God orchestrates events to give us time to witness to somebody. Something else I notice in this passage, of course, and I think it goes hand in hand with that sensitivity, and that is availability. Apparently, Philip was in a, in, a, uh, in a situation where he was able to rise up and go and to answer God's call as soon as the Spirit gave him the opportunity. Uh, I don't know what Philip was engaged in at that particular moment when the angel of the Lord appeared to him, but he went, got up in verse 27, 
And he saw that there was this opportunity to witness to this Ethiopian eunuch, and he didn't allow whatever current event he had going on at the time uh, to to interrupt interrupt this great uh, chance to give the gospel. Uh, not only that, what I also notice in verse thirty of this passage, it says uh, in verse twenty eight, he was returned. Uh, the Ethiopian was returning, and he was sitting in his chariot, and he was reading Isaiah. Verse twenty nine says, "The Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot." Verse thirty, and Philip ran thither to him. Uh, he didn't wait to be invited. He didn't wait to to initiate this contact. He took the initiative himself, and he actually starts the conversation off with a question in verse 30. Understandest thou what thou readest, he asked the man. He engaged him in conversation by by taking what was going on at the moment and opening the door to be able to see what the Ethiopian eunuch would say. If we sit around waiting all the time for somebody to ask us the questions, you may be sitting for a long time. Sometimes you, well, most of the time, you're going to have to take the initiative and you're going to have to inject yourself into that person's life. Now, not in a braggadocio kind of way or a uh, uh, a big, uh, big explosion into their life, but rather just asking them questions to find out what's on their mind, see what they're thinking. That's the greatest way to start a conversation about the gospel is to ask them a question. You know, what do you, th- there's always something in your life that's going to provide that avenue. Well, what do you think about God? Or what do you think about this event? Or what do you think about what's going on in the world? What do you think? And find out where they think, take that initiative. Verses 31 through 34 are great too. And I don't have a lot of time to spend on this, but in this passage, the Ethiopian says, well, how can I know who it's talking about except some man should guide me? And Philip, and he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. In other words, um, uh, in in that ev- a particular event, what I, what stands out to me is the tactfulness uh, of the of uh, of Philip as he approached him, because in verse thirty two, the place in the scripture where the Ethiopian was reading was that he was led as a sheep to the slaughter and like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so opened he not his mouth. And in humiliation and judgment he was taken away, and who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip, and said. I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? And uh, Philip, in a tactful way, then opens that door, but also he doesn't leave it in generalities. Verse 35 says that Philip uh, opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus You know, another thing that's needed to be a good soul winner is precision. Uh, It's not enough just to know God or believe in God. There is something more that's needed than just that. And that is preciseness when it comes to exactly what the Bible teaches a man needs. Precision is so important. And then last of all, verses 36 to 38, I notice a decisiveness that happens here. Philip said, "If uh, do you believe? And uh, he said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And the chariot stood still. 
And Philip and the eunuch went both into the water and he baptized him. Decisiveness. That's what's needed. These are great guidelines for soul winning. Uh, sensitivity, availability, uh, initiative, tactfulness, uh, precision, and decisiveness. Those things will serve you well as your testimony for the Lord and for the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm praying God will give you an opportunity today, maybe to hand out just a track, maybe to plant a seed of a Bible verse. May God get glory as we serve Him together.